Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All righty. Here we go. It's great to have you in. We're absolutely packed today. Here on a Monday on the Landry Football Podcast Network, I'm Mike Guido. This is Guido's Gridiron Blitz. Um, plenty of stuff to go over today. A lot of draft stuff. Uh, the Bears feel very confident, apparently, in their quarterback situation. We'll discuss that in about a half an hour. We have some uh, rumors going on about uh, where teams could be going in the draft. The Falcons and the Lions are saying that they are open to trading down. We'll see who can fit into that number four slot and potentially that number seven slot uh, if the Lions decide to do so as well. Uh, plenty of stuff to cover today. A lot of quarterback stuff. That's a lot of this NFL. Uh, that's what the NFL lives on. So here's what we uh, here's what we got going on for you today. Um, a lot of stuff about the Niners, the New England Patriots. Uh, plenty of stuff to get into. Uh, but before before we get into that, let's uh, let me remind you. Guido's Gridiron Blitz is sponsored by American Betting Experts, one of the largest licensed sports and casino vendors in the United States. What we've done, we've teamed together to provide special gaming offers to all Landry football followers and podcast listeners. So here's what you do. You go to our website, LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad that's located in the upper right side of the page. You pick among the gaming sites that are legal in your state. That's BetMGM, DraftKings, FanDuel, PointsBet, all of those. Sign up and instantly receive an account deposit match or a risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. Let me repeat that. $100 to $1,000 in an account deposit match or a risk-free bet. It's that easy. Again, go to LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. Click on the end located in the upper right side of the page and get in on the action with a special offer from American Betting Experts. That is American Betting experts um okay so let's begin with this the rumor that is surrounding the nfl and 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 here's the thing about this so mac jones is apparently being thought about by the san francisco 49ers okay the 49ers after trading up to number three with the dolphins they gave up all those draft picks those Two first-round picks. They gave up number 12. I mean, the Niners moved up a ton, uh, gave up a ton to move up nine spots. And they're thinking about Mac Jones, the Alabama quarterback, at number three. And Mac Jones had a very good year. He was a Heisman finalist. Okay, 77% completion percentage, 4,500 yards, 41 touchdowns, four interceptions. Uh, uh Mac Jones had a great year at Alabama. His wide receiver, Devontae Smith, was the actual Heisman winner. So you can understand why, at least at face value, that the Niners would be at least somewhat interested. So the rumor is, is that, you know what? They might take Mac Jones, and maybe they'll take Mac Jones, and they won't trade Jimmy Garoppolo. They'll play Jimmy Garoppolo, have Mac Jones as their backup, and then when Jimmy G gets hurt or when he gets traded or when he moves on, Mac Jones becomes the answer. Okay. I find something incredibly funny about this. Because have you ever run into somebody who you feel like they use words or they use terms 
that they don't necessarily understand, but they use them anyway just to make them sound smarter. Because I feel like that's what a lot of NFL people are doing. I feel like that's what a lot of NFL fans are doing. A lot of analysts, that's what they're doing. Okay. I see mock drafts. I see articles that get written. I see all of these different things that tell me, well, listen, the 49ers at number three, they could, because likely Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson at a BYU are going to be off the board. So they could take Justin Fields out of Ohio State, the super athletic kid, or they could take Trey Lance out of North Dakota State, who is a gazelle and has an amazing deep ball ability ability. They could take those guys, but I think they're going to pick Mac Jones out of Alabama because he also fits Kyle Shanahan's system. And I think that term is what people use to make them sound smarter than what they actually are. They're sick. Kyle Shanahan's system. Okay, so let's just throw this out there for a second. Kyle Shanahan's system is pretty fast-paced. It requires a lot of moving parts. It requires a lot of athletic ability. Okay, it's very spread out. It has a lot of interesting concepts. This is not a simple system. This is not a Jason Garrett system. It's a lot of play action pass. It's a lot of working off the run. It's a lot of having your quarterback being able to play off script. That's that's San Francisco's system. So what you would like to see out of a quarterback that is potentially being drafted by San Francisco is somebody that fits that criteria. Somebody that can be athletic, that can play off script, that is even more dangerous in the play action game. That's what people are. I feel like that isn't Mac Jones at all. Like, I I just, it blows me away. Part of the reason why San Francisco traded up to number three and are thinking about moving off of Jimmy Garoppolo, it's very simple. Okay, other than the fact that he's never on the field and he can get hurt all the time. Other than that fact, it's because Jimmy Garoppolo is not very athletic at all. The guy doesn't run very well. Okay, Jimmy Garoppolo, as a runner, doesn't run for anything. Okay, Jimmy Garoppolo in 2019, when he took the San Fr- when he took the 49ers to the Super Bowl, okay. The guy ran for 62 yards on the whole season. He ran for one touchdown. That's Jimmy G. 62 yards. So people are saying, hey, look, Jimmy G. Listen, with the injuries kind of crippling his athleticism a little bit, I don't think that this is really a great fit. That's why... They're deciding to move off him because even though Jimmy G isn't a, you know, a terrible player and he isn't somebody that completely doesn't fit the system, they think they can improve. They can get somebody like that's why they were pushing hard for Deshaun Watson because Deshaun Watson's athletic. He plays off script. He can run. He can move. That really isn't Jimmy G. So why would they go after Mac Jones? If anything, Mac Jones is just another Jimmy G. Why would they do that to themselves? Okay, Mac Jones, this past year at Alabama, and this is probably, this Alabama team is one of the best, if not the best, (coughs) excuse me, is one of the best, if not the best, offensive college football team of all time it's one of the best excuse me holy cow Whew. these allergies are killing me <laughs> um but this is one of the best college football uh co- offensive college football teams of all time and mac jones 
ran for 14 yards. That's what you're telling me. So they need athleticism. They need a guy that can play off script. 14 yards rushing for Mac Jones this year on 35 carries. The guy averaged 0.4 yards a carry. And he too ran for one touchdown. Enough of this athletic stuff. Why do you think that Mac Jones was compared to Tom Brady? Okay, people like to say, oh, well, you know, it's because he's a winner. Uh, Stop. Okay, you're comparing him to Tom Brady so you can justify him being a top-round pick without him being very gifted athletically. Okay, Mac Jones does not have a great arm. Mac Jones is not very athletic. Okay, he's a, I mean, he's deadly accurate. I'll give you that. But so is Jimmy G. Jimmy G's really accurate. Jimmy G's career completion percentage is 67.5%. Jimmy G can complete a high percentage of his throws. Mac Jones and Jimmy G are almost the same player. Mac Jones is 6'3", 214. Jimmy G is 6'2", 225. They're almost, they're the same size. They play the same way. Mac Jones is pretty much Jimmy G, except maybe a little bit less handsome. Like, that's it. There's no change here. Okay, the reason that I have mocked out, and I've said it on a bunch of different different occasions, that the 49ers are going to take somebody like Justin Fields or they're going to take Trey Lance. I think they're going to end up taking Trey Lance. But they're going to take somebody like that because Kyle Shanahan and his offense can actually work with a player that does more than stand in the pocket and deliver the football. And of course, that's important. But for a system like Kyle Shanahan's, you're watching Jimmy Garoppolo run around with his unathletic body, and it looks awkward. It limits the offense. Having Mac Jones in there, I mean, seriously, have you seen the picture of Mac Jones with his shirt off? The guy looks like my dad. I'm not even kidding. The guy looks like me after four beers. I just, it makes no sense to me. What do you mean? What do you mean system? What do you mean system? The offense that Kyle Shanahan wants to run desires a better athlete. That's why they were pushing for Deshaun Watson. That's why they traded up in the draft. Okay. But here's the other thing. Okay. The 49ers can't move up nine spots for a guy that they could probably have at 12. I doubt Mac Jones is going top 10. Okay. We always, always do this. Every single year, okay, there's always that group of like three or four quarterbacks that we all love, and then there's that extra guy that gets talked about pre-draft who always slides up it's way higher than what he should be, and sometimes he makes it there and sometimes he doesn't. Okay, the last time we had five quarterbacks drafted in the first round was Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold. It was that class, right? Yet Baker, Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, and Josh Rosen all got taken in the top 10. Who was the fifth quarterback in that draft? It was Lamar Jackson. Okay, we heard a lot of Lamar Jackson going in the top 10, top 15. That's that's what we heard. He ended up going 32. Okay, last pick in the first round, the Ravens traded up to go get him. That's what happened. It's different. Okay, Mac Jones is that this year. The top four quarterbacks in this year's draft are Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Trey Lance. End of story. End of story. And Mac Jones is clearly fifth. Because I do think he's better than Davis Mills and Kyle Trask and guys like He's better than those guys. But he definitely isn't better than the top four. Mac Jones is clearly fifth. You cannot trade up nine spots 
to get the fifth best quarterback in the draft. Who is the most limited athletically, especially. You just can't do it. If you're the Niners, I mean, what are you doing? Okay, and that's the rumor. The rumor is that they're thinking about it. Okay, they went to Alabama's pro day and they said, oh, let's take a look at Mac Jones. They're just doing the due diligence. They're just doing the due diligence. Mac Jones is not, I'm telling you right now. Okay, Guido's gridiron blitz guarantee right here. Mac Jones is not going in the top 10. There will not be five quarterbacks taken in the top 10. There will be four. There will not be five. Number five, the fifth quarterback in this draft will be taken 15th pick or later. And my guess is probably later. I wouldn't be surprised if Mac Jones fell to the second round. I'm not kidding. This is not a hot take, but honestly, if you look at Mac Jones as a prospect, other than the accuracy, what else do you see? The arm strength isn't incredible. He's not gifted athletically. He did benefit from playing in an incredibly talented school, right? Like I said, Jalen Waddell, Devontae Smith, and Najee Harris, and the guy's got seven offensive linemen that are going to get drafted this year. Alex Leatherwood, Landon Dickerson, like all those guys are going to be drafted. I mean, this is incredibly good draft class for Alabama. And that doesn't include the guys on defense, Christian Barmore, Dylan Moses, Patrick Sertan. They're all going to get drafted. Like, uh, we, uh, let's not fool ourselves to what, I mean, look, and I think we do this with college prospects sometimes too, where we try to like, we try to build up the winner guys, right? Like, like Mac Jones to me is very AJ McCarron. And I think Mac Jones is a better player than AJ McCarron, but everybody tried to convince me, well, AJ McCarron won at Alabama. So he's got to be a good quarterback in the NFL. No, 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 no. Okay. Tim Tebow won at Florida. Okay, some of these guys just don't win, and that's fine. They're better college quarterbacks than they are pros. It's a different game. Mac Jones will not be the same player in the NFL as he is in college. He's not worthy of a top three pick. He's not worthy of a top ten pick. Again, if I were a team, I would have a really hard time drafting Mac Jones in the first round. And especially if you're the Niners, it's just it it, it isn't a system fit. It isn't a system fit. He is another version of Jimmy G. And maybe even less athletic than Jimmy G. And certainly less handsome. So take Trey Lance or take Justin, take Justin Fields. The athletic kid. You'll be able to do way more things with one of those guys than you will be with Mac Jones. Uh, speaking of. <coughs> excuse me. Like I said, getting over an allergy fit. Um, and I just got back from vacation, so I still have like a travel bug, it feels like. Um, I definitely don't have COVID, I'll say that. <laughs> um, so this idea got brought up to me. Um, and there's this rumor going around. And again, this is kind of including the Niners again. Um. So apparently in trade talks, I, they, I don't think they've engaged with anybody in trade talks. I, I, you know, maybe they have, maybe they haven't, but I don't think there's anything like mulling. There's just like a, there's a rumor going around that the Niners are asking for a first round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo. And if your reaction was the same as mine, it was very, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. A first-round pick for Jimmy G. The guy's never stay. The guy's never on a field. That's what your reaction was. I don't care if he took a team to the Super Bowl two years ago. The guy's constantly hurt. Okay, Jimmy G. Here's the thing. 
I, if I were, if I were a GM of a team, okay, except for one, I will say this. If I were GM of a team, generally speaking, I would never give up a first round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo. Never in my wildest dreams would I do that. I don't care. I think the bad outweighs the good with him. Okay, he's accurate. Jimmy G's accurate, and he's won a bunch of games. But the guy is never on the field. He's not very athletic. He's missed most of the last three seasons. Okay, he played three games in 2018. He played all 16 in 2019, and then he played six last year. So in total, that's how many? So let's see, 10, 13, that's 23. He's missed 23 games in the last three years. 23 games out of a possible 16, 48, 23. He's missed half the games. I, I, I can't justify in a general sense, giving up a first round pick except for one exception. One exception. The New England Patriots should trade a first-round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo. The New England Patriots should trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. And I'll make a prediction. I think it's going to happen. And I think the Niners traded up to number three knowing that they could siphon a first-round pick out of the New England Patriots. The, the, the Niners will have two first-round picks this year. They'll have number three, and they will have number 15, which is where the Patriots sit. And I think the Patriots should one trillion percent do it. I think it'd be a great move for them. I really do. Okay, here's why. The New England Patriots as a team, the thing that killed them last year, they were 7-9 and nine last year uh, with Cam Newton at quarterback. The thing that killed New England last year was poor quarterback play. Incredibly poor. And I'm not talking about just not Tom Brady. I'm talking about their quarterback, Cam Newton, last year was, in my eyes, the worst quarterback in the NFL last year. The guy was an absolute disgrace. An absolute disgrace to the NFL quarterback position. He just was. He couldn't do anything. Okay, in 15 games, he threw eight touchdown passes and 10 picks. The guy was throwing for 177 yards a game. That is absolutely atrocious. I don't care how many yards he ran for. He ran for 592 yards. He ran for 12 touchdowns. I don't care. Your job as a quarterback needs to be, you need to, Execute an, a, a, a potent, multifaceted offense. You need to be accurate with the football. You need to be able to throw the football first before you can run. Cam Newton couldn't do that last year, even kind of. He couldn't do it. And that's the reason the Patriots were bad. Their defense was fine. Their running game was fine. Their offensive line was fine. Coaching was fine. Cam Newton wrecked the Patriots last year. He was terrible. And the fact that they went 7-9, and nine, they were a game under 500, blows me away. Blows me away how they were still even kind of competitive. But in this case, Jimmy Garoppolo when healthy, makes them a legit team. And Jimmy Garoppolo is on an incredibly friendly contract right now. Jimmy Garoppolo makes about $27 million a year. If I'm New England, you got to think about your situation. Your situation is, okay, my defense is pretty good. My offense is good. I just paid for a bunch of wide receivers, right? Nelson Aguilar, uh, Kendrick Bourne, 
Jimmy Garoppolo loves Kendrick Bourne. They played in San Francisco together. You got two great, you got two really good tight ends. Jimmy G's got a great tight end in San Francisco, George Kittle, right? You just got two really good ones. Hunter Henry, John U. Smith. You just got them both. I would a million percent. And this defense is going to get better. Matt Judon is going to make that defense better. They brought back Kyle Van Noy. That's going to make their defense that much better. If you're New England, you go for this. Okay, was there any team in the NFL last year that was more desperate for a quarterback? Honestly. I mean, all we kept talking about last year was how much Tom Brady won the Belichick-Brady debate. Why do you think that was? Because you saw Tom Brady go to a loaded roster and win the Super Bowl, and you saw the Patriots miss the playoffs and have the worst quarterback play of any other team in the league. That's why. Is there any more team in the NFL right now that's more desperate for a quarterback than New England? Name one. It's not the Jets. It's not the Jags. Okay, it's not... Who? Who is it? Who's more desperate for a quarterback? And I got news for you. If New England does trade for Jimmy G, and like I said, I think it's going to happen. I think the Patriots are going to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. And I think the 49ers knew it. I, I think the 49ers knew that the Patriots would reach out to them. But if the Patriots traded for Jimmy Garoppolo, they're a top four team in the AFC. They are a top four team in the AFC. It'll be them. It'll be Kansas City. It'll be Baltimore. And it'll be Buffalo. And maybe maybe Indianapolis is in that mix somewhere too, if Carson Wentz works out. The Patriots are back in that mix. Okay, don't think that Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft and everybody else in the Patriots organization, all the players, everybody, don't think that they weren't embarrassed by last year. They were. They were embarrassed. They needed a quarterback. They knew it. They lost games that they shouldn't have. They were embarrassed. They had a bunch of guys opt out. Dante Hightower opted out. I mean, that was a different team last year. Well, they have six defensive starters opt out last year. The Patriots got to make this move. And on top of that, think about <laughs> think about it for a second. What are the Patriots going to do with that first round pick? Draft another bust? You ever notice that the Patriots, they really can't draft. At least recently. Right? Nikhil Harry was a whiff. Sony Michelle, kind of a whiff. They're not really drafting all that well. So, trade it. The 49ers will find that draft pick very valuable. Very valuable. Listen, they'll get there. It works out for both sides, right? The Patriots get Jimmy G. The, the the heir apparent to Tom Brady in New England, they get him back. They get him back. They get him back. And San Francisco recoups a first-round pick that they use to trade up to number three. They pretty much get their old draft pick back. Right? They, they, get, they get one. They get another one back. So they can draft a wide receiver. They can draft a, you know, corner or something. The Niners would jump for joy. They get the first round pick. New England gets the quarterback. It's a match made in heaven. If I'm John Lynch, if I'm Robert Kraft, or who's their GM? Is it Bill Belichick? If I'm Bill Belichick and I'm, you know, John Lynch, the GM of the 49ers. Jumping all over this. Jumping all over it. It makes way too much sense.
okay. So, uh, before we move on, uh, I do want to remind you, uh, excuse me, that uh, don't forget to take advantage of our special gaming offers from American Betting Experts. Go to LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad that's located in the upper right side of the page. You pick among the gaming sites that are legal in your state. You sign up. You instantly receive an account deposit match or a risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. Let me repeat that. $100 to $1,000 in an account deposit match or a risk-free bet. It's that easy. Okay? Thanks to our sponsor, American Betting Experts. That is American Betting Experts. Let me take a swig of agua here. The vocal cords need a lubrication. Holy cow. Ugh. I will say the, the dry throat stuffy nose thing makes this a lot harder to do. <laughs> um, we got a long way to go. We're only halfway through this thing. So um, let's see. Oh, here we go. This is a fun one. Uh, so I am going to, I, you know, I usually don't like to do this because I, it makes me feel like kind of a bad person. I don't know them personally. And I think that's kind of why at times I can kind of, you know, I feel like I can just go free reign on them sometimes. But you got to remember, coaches and athletes are people. You know, so a lot of the things that you could say may hurt or affect them or, you know, in any sort of way, you got you got to be careful, right? That's why people on social media, I'm like, listen, you people that just, you know, talk behind these screens and say the nastiest things. Like if, if you were saying it to their face and you saw their reactions, okay, right in front of you, do you think that you'd have the same sort of mentality? Do you think that have you'd have the same sort of attitude to those things? I doubt it. Unless you have like pure evil in your heart, like I just, I don't think that you would do that to another person. So generally, I don't really like to do this because I don't know them personally, and you know, I I, I don't want to negatively affect their life or or call anybody out or anybody like that. But um, here you know, here we go. <laughs> um, the Chicago Bears are a very interesting situation because they were pushing so hard to get Russell Wilson. So, so hard. And they're not going to get him. Russell Wilson will likely play in Chicago, uh, play in Seattle next year. Um, And my guess is that the Seahawks probably are not going to trade him for anything because from what I heard, the Bears offered the Seahawks a ridiculous offer. Ridiculous. Okay. Tons of draft picks. Multiple first-round draft picks. Okay. Two defensive starters. Like, an absolute haul for Russell Wilson. And the Seahawks still said no. So, um, and that, I, you know... That situation made me think they are really trying to make this latch last ditch effort to save Ryan Pace's job, right? Ryan Pace, their GM is really trying to save his job. And I think Matt Nagy is probably thinking the same thing. Their head coach who I think can coach, but he's more than likely going to be on the hot seat if they don't improve drastically this year. So. Ryan Pace in a press conference recently this past week said, you know, I really think that we got better by signing Andy Dalton to be our quarterback. Andy Dalton is going to be their starting quarterback week one. And do not get me wrong. I have a very soft spot for Andy Dalton in my heart because I really appreciated what he did for the Dallas Cowboys last year. Coming in, tough situation, Dak gets hurt. I think he did a good job as a backup, at least just holding down the fort. 
right? I have a lot of respect for Andy. I really do. I mean, the guy won 10 games, 10 plus games, four years in a row in Cincinnati with the Bengals. That's impressive. Okay. (laughs) I don't care who you are. You win 10 games in a row, 10 games, four seasons in a row with the Bengals. You deserve some respect for that. You just do. So I have a lot of respect for Andy in that respect. Um, Ryan Pace said he's one of the most complete quarterbacks that we evaluated in free agency. We feel like we got better with Andy. Okay. Let me stop you right there, Ryan. Um, no, you didn't. The Bears did not get better with Andy Dalton. In fact, I think they got worse. And again, I like Andy Dalton. Okay. I've heard that Andy Dalton is a phenomenal guy. But his best days at quarterback are over. They're over. And the Bears should know this by now. And I know that they're just trying to, you know, instill confidence in the fan base and make it look like they know what they're doing and all of that. Like, they're trying not to be like, well, yeah, you know, we signed Andy, but we don't really have any other options. Like, of course not. They're going to say, hey, man, Andy, all all the way, baby. Like, that's what they're going to do. But that's not, I don't think that that's genuinely how they feel. I think that's just the face they're putting on. Okay, so I want you to just take a look at this. Because there are two players that are important in this scenario. Two. That's it. Okay? Andy Dalton and Mitch Trubisky. Okay? Mitch Trubisky is the only other guy that is important in this conversation other than Andy Dalton. So, last year with the Dallas Cowboys, both guys started nine games. Andy Dalton played in 11, Mitch Trubisky played in 10, but they both started nine games. I want you to just take a guess on who is who. Andy Dalton, okay? You know, I'm not even going to make a guess. I'm just going to give it to you. Andy Dalton last year with the Dallas Cowboys, with those weapons, that offensive line, that coaching staff, that running game, everything. Was four and five, completed 65% of his throws, 2,100 yards, 14 touchdowns, eight picks. He had a quarterback rating of 87.3. That was Andy Dalton. This is Mitch Trubisky. Last year in nine games as the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears, he went six and three, 67% completion percentage for 2,100 yards. 16 touchdowns and eight picks. His quarterback rating was 93.5. And make this known, Mitch Trubisky's offensive line was worse. His running back was worse. His weapons are worse. That was Mitch Trubisky. So let me just say again, I don't know why It was like this because you and I both were fans. We watched it with our eyes. We watched Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, he's not that good. Like the ball didn't come out of his hand, right? And you're just like, you didn't love him. And neither did I. I don't think anybody really did. I don't think anybody really loved Andy Dalton. Nobody was globbering over over Andy Dalton. I'm sorry, over Mitch Trubisky. Over Mitch Trubisky, this is who I'm talking about. Mitch Trubisky. (laughs) Okay, Trubisky, especially since they took him over Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, and you're like, oh, no. Like, that's what you're kind of thinking. So, 
you know, and again, I like I said, I've made this argument before. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Who, how the hell would the Bears have known? Trubisky was the consensus number one uh, quarterback in that class, according to pretty much everybody. Um, so I, I, I just, I found it interesting with those numbers, but I still find it interesting how Trubisky was able to win games in Chicago. Okay, Mitch Trubisky's career record in Chicago was 29 and 21. He did not have a losing record. Okay, he went four and eight in his rookie year. Okay, when he started 12 games in his rookie year, he went four and eight. That was easily his worst season. Okay, whatever, he's a rookie. The next three years, 11 and three, eight and eight and seven, six and three. Was over 500 in all three years. Okay, 2018, Trubisky went 11 and three. The last time Andy Dalton had a record even kind of close to that was 2015. He went 10 and three with the Bengals in 2015. Ever since then, Andy Dalton, six, nine and one, seven and nine, five and six, two and 11, four and five with the Cowboys. Did the Bears really get better at quarterback? I know we love to slam Trubisky. But if you're asking me right now who I would take, Andy Dalton or Mitch Trubisky, I'm taking Trubisky. The Bears did not get better. The Bears got worse. And with that, with all of that being said, here's what I think the Bears should do. Okay, this is not what I think they're going to do. This is what I think they should do. Okay. After this season, nothing is going to happen now. After this upcoming season, the Bears should hold on to Matt Nagy and fire Ryan Pace. And again, I don't usually like to do that because I'm sure Ryan Pace is a lovely guy. But Ryan Pace has made a lot of mistakes. Ryan Pace has made mistakes about their quarterback plenty of times. Okay. And I use, listen, it wasn't too long ago where I defended Ryan Pace and said, hey, listen, this roster is not bad. It's just they didn't get quarterback right. And that sucks. But Ryan Pace is sticking the stake. Sticking his stake in Andy Dalton. That's his. That's his savior right there. Andy Dalton is his savior. I can't defend him. I think Matt Nagy should co- can coach. I think he should stick around. But I can't defend. I can't defend Ryan Pace. I can't. And again, even if he did make the trade for Russell Wilson, you're making a trade for a guy who's getting paid 35 million bucks a year and you're giving up a ton of draft picks and a ton of defensive players and you really want to do that. I'm not sure you do. Now, here's what I think they're going to do. I think the Bears are going to fire them both. I think after this year, I think the Bears are going to fire Ryan Pace, and I think they're going to fire Matt Nagy. I think they're going to fire them both. But, you know, you never you never know. Maybe this maybe this season turns out to be pretty good for them, and, you know, they, they, they both save their job. Maybe Andy Dalton is the answer, for all we know. I doubt it, but it's possible. At least kind of, right? You know, I'd give it like a two and a half percent chance. (laughs) Um, And like I said, I I, I got nothing against Andy Dalton. I got nothing against Andy Dalton. But I, I would not even kind of think that Andy Dalton is an improvement over Mitch Trubisky. He's just not. Okay, look at the numbers. Just look at the numbers. Six and three last year was Trubisky. Andy Dalton was four and five. And Andy Dalton's roster was way better. At least on offense. 
Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb. Are you kidding me? Trubisky would have gone more than four and five. So, okay. Uh, So this is a cool rumor that's coming around. And I think it would make the draft community a little bit more comfortable. Here's something that we know now. The Atlanta Falcons, they're thinking about trading back from number four. They could be interested in trading back from number four because they realize the position they're in. They know that quarterbacks are going to come off the board quick in this draft. They will. Okay. Wouldn't surprise me if you saw four quarterbacks going in the top six or so. Would not surprise me. And the Falcons are sitting there at number four saying, hey, we got Matt Ryan. (laughs) We don't need one. So why don't we just let you guys do it? I think the Falcons are making an absolute genius move if they trade back from number four. A genius move. Genius. Think about where Atlanta is right now, okay? Atlanta is in a position. They just hired a new head coach, offensive-minded, They have a quarterback who, again, aging, this will be his age 36 season, but is one of the more potent, consistent, offensively productive quarterbacks in the league, right? Matt Ryan can still really play. They have a ton of offensive weapons, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Hayden Hurst. They've got weapons. They don't really need a receiver. They're saying, hey, look, what we need is defense. What we need is defense. And there isn't a defensive player in the whole draft that is worth taking at number four. Not a single one. Okay, a lot of people say that the best uh, defensive player in the whole draft is Micah Parsons, the Penn State linebacker. He'll be lucky if he goes top 10. I'm not kidding. The entire, the draft... The top 10 could entirely consist of offensive players, quarterbacks, wide receivers, old linemen. It's going to be guys like that. Entirely consist of offensive players. Okay. Think about it. You get four quarterbacks. You get four quarterbacks. You get uh, four pass catchers, right? So that's uh, Waddle, Smith, Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts. You get those guys, and then you get uh, Penny Sewell and Rayshon Slater, the tackles. That could be the entire top 10 right there. You might not see a defensive player until pick 11 or 12, 13. Don't be surprised. So Atlanta's saying, hey, look, number four is up for grabs. Here's a ticket. Come a-calling, because we don't want it. And this is exactly what we know now, because I've seen it a million times. A lot of people are saying, well, you know, they could, the, the, the Falcons really could draft a quarterback. They could do it. And maybe they should do it. That's what they're saying. They should do it because Matt Ryan's getting older and look, they just, the Falcons just re, uh, restructured Matt Ryan's deal. They just restructured Matt Ryan's. They're not moving off him. Why would they Matt Ryan under Arthur? I got news for you. Matt Ryan under Arthur Smith next year at head coach. Matt Ryan's going to look great. That offense is going to be humming. It is going to be really good. Give him a running game. Their offensive line is solid. A running game. They got receivers. I'm telling you right now, man, that offense is going to be humming. It will be. What they need is defense. Okay. Trade back, get Micah Parsons. Trade back, take a corner. Trade back, take a pass rusher. Take somebody like that. The the Falcons are being extremely smart and extremely aware of who they are right now. A team that is good on offense and needs, needs, needs help defensively anywhere they can get it. 
more draft picks, the better. The more picks they can use to stock up on defensive talent, do it. Do it, do it, do it. They're being, and again, I know now that they're not taking a quarterback. They're not taking Trey Lance. They're not taking Justin Fields. They're not taking any of those guys. Of course not. They are not taking them. They're not interested in a quarterback. They're saying, listen, ours works perfectly fine. People are saying, well, what next year is not a good quarterback class. If you want to take a quarterback in the next couple of years, you got to take one now because next year's quarterback class sucks. Well, wait, slow down. The Falcons are telling you that they're not interested in taking a quarterback this year. They're not interested in taking a quarterback next year. If anything, it'll be the year after that or something like that. They're going to roll with Matt Ryan at least for the next two seasons. I'm telling you right now, the next two seasons are going to be all about Matt Ryan. And they could make the playoffs. The Panthers are still kind of building up. They're still in that rebuilding phase. They're incredibly young. And they're going to and they're looking for a new quarterback. They're looking for a guy that can that they can build around. The Saints are going to get much worse without Drew Brees, in my opinion. The only team we got to worry about is the Bucs. And that's it, man. That's it in your division. The Falcons could finish in second place next year, and they know it. Why waste that first-round pick on a quarterback who's not going to play for you in two or three years? They're going to say, hey, listen, let's try to make the playoffs now. Trade back, stock up on picks, take defense. Try to build this thing into a playoff team. Because the Falcons, I don't think, are that far away. That's a pretty decent roster. It's not like they don't have any defensive talent. Deion Jones, a really good player. Deion Jones, A.J. Terrell, their first-round pick last year. I mean, they've got some guys. He's got to build more. he got to get more of those guys. So the way that I see it for Atlanta, this is what their situation is going to look like. They are either going to trade back and take defense, or they're going to stick at number four and take Kyle Pitts. That's that's it. That Those are the only things that I can see them doing. They're either going to take Kyle Pitts at number four, or they're going to trade back and take defense. That's it. Those are the only solutions I got for you. And if you're Atlanta, that is exactly what you should do. That's exactly what you should do. So, okay. Um... What else we got over here? Uh, let's take a look. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Falcons open to trading the number four pick. We see that. Did you see guys? Did you, did you see Aaron Rodgers host Jeopardy? I uh, listen. Uh, he is that guy is such a star. Aaron Rodgers is such a star. And you see the image that he's trying to create for himself. Aaron Rodgers, by hosting Jeopardy, is trying to prove what he's trying to prove to everybody is that he isn't all Hollywood. Okay, this picture that gets painted of Aaron Rodgers, he's trying to tell you, listen, I'm not just a guy who likes to frou-frou around with, you know, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is growing up. It took him a while, but he's growing up. He He just got engaged. And now he's in. Uh, now he's an intellectual. He's like I'm a lifelong fan of Jeopardy. I'm a li- I'm a lifelong fan of Jeopardy. I won Celebrity Jeopardy. I'm a smart guy. Okay, I like to sit on my couch with the newspaper and watch Jeopardy and do the crossword puzzle and all that stuff. He likes that. He's like, listen, I, I I'm a California guy, but listen, Green Bay kind of got to me. Ah. <laughs> uh. I like it. I like it. And he did a great job. He did a great job. But that's the image he's trying to paint for himself. Okay? He's he's got painted by the media. And again, and part of it is his own doing because we're not just pulling stuff out of thin air. Right? A lot of stuff that athletes do, excuse me, a lot of stuff that, the, that athletes do, they're very about, you know, the... Uh, you know, the, the media paints me as a, some monster. Well, yeah, kind of. But at the same time, you know, it, it, your actions kind of spur that. 
you know, you're not completely blame free. You, you got to take at least a little bit of responsibility. So, uh, I do think that that's funny, uh, how that works, but Aaron Rodgers is, is a guy who was painted as a, you know, he's kind of arrogant, you know, he doesn't really get along with anybody. He's too Hollywood for people. You know, he won't, he's not going to, you know, stop and take a picture with you. He's going to walk around California with his, you know, really expensive sunglasses. And, you know, he's not going to talk to he's That's, that's what people view Aaron Rodgers as. And what he's trying to show you here, he's just like, hey, listen, I can clean up nice. I can act nice. I've got normal tendencies. And listen, I'm just like you. Okay, every whatever, every night at 8, 8, 8 p.m. or something like that, right? Right after I'm done eating dinner, I sit on the couch and I do and I watch Jeopardy with trivia, right? A big fan, Alex Trebek and everything like that, like trying to prove he's a normal guy. Hey, I'm just like you, right? I'm not. I'm not Hollywood. Look at me. I play. I I play Jeopardy. I can host Jeopardy. He's like, I'm. I'm. I'm into this kind of stuff. I'm into normal people stuff. You know, I'm not all about just. You know, being too Hollywood for you. That's it. You know, I, I give Aaron a lot of respect for that. And I do think that Aaron Rodgers is more than likely a guy who does get painted unnecessarily as I wouldn't necessarily call him a bad guy, but you know, like a you know unfairly treated. A little bit. So <sighs> interesting stuff. I, I I thought if you had to pick a guy in the NFL who was going to host Jeopardy, it wouldn't it be Aaron Rodgers? Just the the look and the persona and the attitude and the demeanor and everything like that. Yeah, I think you, everybody would predict that. Uh, the Texans could pursue Alex Smith as a Watson contingency plan. Okay. Um. Again, that's not really a surprise. They're going to be looking for everything. You know, I'm really, I am really curious about, um, what the Texans are going to do with Deshaun Watson. Cause if everything goes, you know, I, 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 I don't know. I seriously, cause what I, you don't know what's going on with Deshaun Watson yet. The Texans have to sign a quarterback because no matter what, I don't think Deshaun Watson is playing another snap for you. So the Texans are kind of in a tough situation right now, and it's entirely their fault. This is entirely their fault. If they had just called Deshaun Watson and said, hey, listen, we want your input on GM. Why don't you come to the meeting? If they had just done that, then maybe this wouldn't be happening right now. You know, it's just, it's a little crazy how terrible that situation has turned out. Huh. <sighs> Boy, a lot of stuff today. A lot of stuff today. The the Brown uh the 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 Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Antonio Brown are not close on money. Um I they'll eventually bring him back. I have a feeling. Antonio Brown will be back in Tampa. He will be. I I just the only way that wouldn't happen is if A B gets in his own way. If A B gets in his own way, then yeah, he won't be back. Um Okay, really quick. Uh, not football related, but tonight, March Madness comes to a close. Baylor, Gonzaga in the national championship. Gonzaga's favored by four and a half points. I'm taking the Zags. I'm taking Bulldogs. Okay, Jalen Suggs, Drew Timmy, Corey Kispert, Joel Ayayi, They've they've got... This Gonzaga team reminds me a lot of the Villanova team of about like 2015 with Ryan Archidiacono and Jenkins and Hart and all those guys. I am all in right now. I am all in on Gonzaga over Baylor. It's going to be a great game, though. If you're not watching it, I don't know what you could, I don't know what else you would be watching. This is going to be a great, Great basketball basketball game, and you should tune in. Okay, that does it for us. Mike Guido, Guido's Gridiron Blitz on the Landry Football Podcast Network. We'll see you.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work, limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.